Welcome to Stuff You Missed in History Class, a production of iHeartRadio. Happy Friday. I'm Tracy V. Wilson. You're so sing-songy. I'm Holly Fry. I don't know why I felt like I needed to sing a song. Maybe because it's Friday. I don't I love it. Friday feels the same as all the other days, so I don't know why. <laughs> Uh, we did our unearthed for the fall, uh, this week, um, which I went into it, uh, expecting to only find enough stuff for one episode, because that was what happened last time, and instead, I once again had enough for two episodes, and then had a, a list of things that didn't make it in. (laughs) Um, did you have a favorite out of this one? I loved the ridiculousness of the Warren Harding exhumation story. Mm-hmm. Um, like the the way that some of the uh, some of the coverage of that read was also <laughs> <laughs> clearly kind of amused. There was one article that had made made no reference whatsoever of the possibility of it being on television. And then the the next one that I read was very focused on the idea that it might be on television and how kind of needlessly absurd that was. Um, Warren G. Harding's burial place is not like, you know, just a, a cemetery where you might just go in there and and dig out a coffin. Like, it's a whole, it's a whole tomb. Like, it's a whole process. It'd be a whole thing. So, we'll see. We'll see how that goes. <laughs> I, um, I withheld my Star Wars insertion. Okay. During the segment where we talked about Viking being a job and not a race or ethnicity because uh-huh. it reminded me of the moment during season one of The Mandalorian, which we have just started season two on, when it is said, it's a creed, not a race. I see. <laughs> yes. Yes. This has been very confusing in the Star Wars community as well as real life for many people. <laughs> um but I loved it. I also really love the one about the Viking helmet that everybody called a Viking helmet. And it's yeah. like a strange relief that it was, in fact, a Viking helmet. Yeah, it was really the Viking helmet. Uh, not like when I was a child. And uh, so I grew up, I've said this before, kind of out in the country. It's less It's less remote than it was when I was a, a kid. Um, but, you know, we were surrounded by farmland and, and pasture land. And, um, and there were other houses but there, there was a lot that was more rural. Um, and I remember finding a cow skull in the woods and just being sure it was a dinosaur because I was five. <laughs> um, so I'm glad that this Viking helmet was not the cow skull that's really a dinosaur. I not a dinosaur. So, yeah. You know. Well, and that's one of those things, right? I feel like... Um, in this case, obviously, it's been tracked in terms of, like, people calling it the Viking helmet and then them finally doing this. But there are so many instances that I find myself wondering about when we're doing research and we come across something and it's like, well, everyone said it was this. Mm-hmm. So it was that. And it's like, um, well, maybe. Wasn't that? But, <laughs> but people pick up a helmet and go Viking helmet without any other information whatsoever. <laughs> so I was like, whew, this one worked out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. One of the things that I uh, I came across while I was doing the research for this that I did not wind up putting in was a thing about whether the Norman conquest affected people's diets. 
because we know that the Norman Conquest affected all kinds of things. Right. Uh, and this had looked at, I think, isotope analysis to figure out how people's diets had changed. And the reason that I did not put it into the episode was that one of the articles was like, study shows Norman Conquest radically changed the diets of the British. And then the other article was like, study shows Norman Conquest didn't affect diet of British much at all. And I was like, wait, okay. <laughs> hmm. uh, I can read the original paper, but also like it's a little uh, more technical than I can really be the person authoritatively resolving those two headlines. Right. <laughs> Did you accidentally stumble upon... <laughs> A scholarly rivalry. <laughs> Maybe so. Um, so I'd, it's, I don't know how long it's been since the last time I talked about how, how I do this. I have a bunch of RSS feeds that I look at ideally on a regular basis. Sometimes time passes and I go, oh no, I have 400 articles to look at. But I have all these RSS feeds and one of them is to a thing called Eureka Alert, which is where people publish their press releases about their findings. And every time... There is a a thing like I it's the the Eureka Alert section of my stuff, and it's got more than one paper about what is obviously the same study. I always like to imagine that there was a huge dramatic fight between the two teams of researchers and each of them <laughs> saying, "I'm gonna do my own release." Then, look, we've seen it happen a million we times have. when we do the podcast. It comes up all the time, particularly in our scientific episodes. So I think you're completely justified in that little scholarly fan fiction. Yes, <laughs> if nothing else, it is a way I can amuse myself sometimes while I am reading through lots and lots of articles. I think that's perfection. Um, <laughs> Viking helmet. Uh, yeah. It made me laugh that a thing on October 1st you felt you had to defend as being part of <laughs> Part of the the Q3. Yeah. <laughs> Considering that this whole thing is my completely artificial construction of I'm a gonna kind of I'm going to send you to unearth prison. I'm going <laughs> to arrest you. Tracy has unearthed timeout. <laughs> she's, uh, she's in big trouble, you guys. She included something from one day after one the close of the quarter. <laughs> um, well, another thing that was funny is that uh, the thing that we ended part two with was the latest discovery of a sword in a lake. And literally this morning, there was another article about another sword being pulled out of another lake, but this time by a uh, what appeared to be a small, winsome child. So that gets the, <laughs> gets the child discovering the sword you angle. know, if I ever become like a crazy cajillionaire, uh-huh. I think I'm just going to start planting swords in lakes for future generations. I think that's where some chunk of my mad money is going to be appropriated. Sounds good. Right? Sounds like a plan. Yeah. I mean, I'll have to go through a million different, like, um, steps to make sure it would be really hard to trace it back to me because I don't want anyone to ever solve the mystery of this specific kind of sword and why it's found the world over in lakes. <laughs> Just that's my plan if I become a cajillionaire one day. Okay. Sounds good. Mm -hmm. Sounds like a plan. Good. <laughs> 
Uh, seems like a good place to wrap our behind the scenes. I feel like we are a little punchier than usual this week. Oh, <laughs> it's yeah. been kind of a kind of a time. Whoosh, whoosh. Anyway, yeah. If you'd like to write to us, we're at History Podcast at iHeartRadio.com. We hope you're enjoying the show. Whatever you've got coming up this weekend, I hope it goes well. Stuff You Missed in History Class is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. <laughs> 